Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. All right, here we are. Welcome, everybody, to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are, 6 o'clock in the morning on the 6th of April. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And today's the day we're going to try to give away some money. Not like we haven't tried the last couple of days, but trying, damn it. Today's the day I think we do. We got a chance for you to play the X-Rock Double Dare that's coming up at 7.30 this morning. We're 0 for 2 so far with money. Our listeners have struggled with a $100 question each day. But you never know, man. Today could be the day we run the gamut. And it's always nice to remind you that you can stop at any time, too. Money yeah, but is who wants to just stop at 50 bucks? I don't know, maybe, maybe the person that gets the $100 question wrong would wish they would have stopped at 50 bucks. Nah, I bet they don't. You're saying nothing lost, nothing nothing ventured, nothing gained, basically? Yeah, yeah. Playing with house money anyway? Exactly. I suppose it's true. But it, it also sucks to go home empty-handed. So, strategy could be a part of it. Remember the category that's always a big tip that we can give you? Because if you are like, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to do, and then you're like, okay, <laughs> I'll go for the $200 question. It might be a little more difficult than you think. But, listen man, everybody's got their own strategy, and I trust you to find yours. On top of that, we also have an opportunity for you to go check out All That Remains a couple times over, coming up on Friday at the Knitting Factory. That should be a fantastic show. Always nice to see Phil and the guys back in town again. And you'll have an opportunity to check it out in person. Plus, Big J's got a movie review for you. Shadow in the Clouds, you watched last night. We'll, or Cloud, I should say. It's not plural. We will get a full review of that over the course of the show today as well. So it should be a good Wednesday. That's the goal. We'll start with some music this morning. Audio Slave, kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you are looking for a place to rent here in the state of Idaho, you may have noticed it's been difficult for a while. And it ain't getting any easier. And now the Better Business Bureau has warned the Treasure Valley that rental scams are up. And up big here in the state of Idaho, so something to be aware of. Yikes. Uh, We're dealing with it a lot in the Treasure Valley, according to the Better Business Bureau, because there's a high demand and low inventory, and so with lots of people looking for places to rent, that means it's a stressful time, it's an urgent time, and scammers are capitalizing on it. So the Better Business Bureau says where most people are getting scammed, Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. And it's not as super elaborate or even as complicated as you think what's really happening is they look for ways to try to depart you from your money before you see the property so basically they hit you up with these security deposits and these rental application fees before they say you're even allowed to have a potential renter view the property they pull out the whole you know we've been getting stood up a lot so you're gonna need to drop a deposit if you're gonna want to take a look at this place and you think to yourself, oh, it's only 25 bucks, it's only 50 bucks for a rental application. I need to find a place to stay. Let's do this. 
And then it's done via wire transferring methods that make it really difficult to get your money back. And then next thing you know, you're out 50 bucks and you didn't get a chance to look at anything. Now, it may not seem like it's world-altering, but, you know, these kind of scams add up over time. Yeah. And that leads to thousands upon thousands of dollars for these people that are doing this. So, make sure you have yourself or somebody else check out the property before doing anything, like driving by, seeing if somebody's actually living in it, all that kind of stuff is a way to protect yourself, your money, and your identity. And the Better Business Bureau recommends that. Because, you know, some of these things are very much legitimate online, and some of them very much aren't. And it's very difficult sometimes to tell the real ones from the fake ones. And you know what? I mean, scammers and these pieces of you-know-whats are always trying to take advantage of the most vulnerable because it's easy prey. Right. And uh, that's what sucks when you're out there struggling to try to find something. And, man, it's just a sucky situation. That's going to do it for the Lakers season. They were eliminated officially from the playoffs last night after a 121-110 loss to the Phoenix Suns. The Lakers were without LeBron James for a second straight game. He, uh, of course, sprained his ankle a couple of games back. The latest of uh, injuries that plagued the Lakers this season. But uh, unfortunately, James is kind of the architect of this team, but he refused to talk to the media after the game. It's also the second time in LeBron's four years with L.A. that the team has just plain not made the playoffs. And, of course, last year they just made the play-in game and won and then got swept by the Phoenix Suns. So, really, outside of the bubble where the Lakers won the championship and not to take that away from them, I would have to say it's been a pretty lousy run with LeBron in the Lakers. Agree or disagree, Big J? Uh, yeah. He's a hell of a player. There's no doubt about it. They haven't been able to manage any consistency in the lineup because he keeps meddling. (laughs) Well, they keep trading for people that are injury-plagued. And giving up all their assets to get these players who can't stay on the court. and Or when they do, they're not as good as they once were, Russell Westbrook. And so it makes it really difficult to put together a competitive team in the Western Conference when you trade away all your assets for players that aren't on the floor and aren't any good anymore. But that's on the dude that wanted them in the first place, you know? I mean, it's maybe, I mean, it's nice then you had that kind of power, but it also, you know, sometimes people, again, need to tell you, hey, listen, you're not very good at being a general manager. Man. Well, that also could be a lot of Plinka action, too. Who knows? Who knows? Because that team's been struggling for a while. It has. But it's also uh, a real problem. It has been since LeBron got there. Well, it was a problem before LeBron got there, too. But it just hasn't been fixed with him, I guess, is my point. If you want to check out a trailer, there's a new one for Marcel with the shell with the shoes on. Maybe you remember the viral video that went nuts like seven years ago. Well, now they're making it into a major motion picture. Uh, Jenny Slate, who before anybody knew who she was, voiced this particular character of stop motion shorts, is back for the motion picture length kind of version of it. The reviews are crazy good. Uh, it uh, it premiered at a couple of film festivals, and now you're going to get in theaters on June 24th, thanks to A24. So if you enjoyed the shorts that went viral all those years ago, now you know there's a movie coming your way. Every meme will be a movie, Big J. Get ready. Allison Chains and Wood here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The social media landscape continues to change, and maybe, just maybe, we're getting something that a lot of people have been calling for for a long time. An edit button on Twitter, Big J. No. Yeah, yeah, you've got one on Facebook. Do you have one on Instagram? I don't think so, right? Yes. You do? Yeah. You uh, can go edit a post. You can't edit the picture in the post. Right, but you can edit the, <laughs> the words around it, right? Yes. And so they are going to bring that to Twitter. Everybody kind of started to thank Elon Musk yesterday, but Twitter went out of their way to make sure everybody knew that 
Elon Musk had nothing to do with it because he had been calling for an edit button on Twitter for a while. And of course, yesterday he was just named to their board after buying a 9% stake in the company. Now is like the majority, not the majority shareholder, but owns the most stock in Twitter as anybody. And uh, he was just named the world's richest person yet again. Uh, in the Ta-da! Forbes list, yep, he's got lots of money. And so they're like, well, no, we had this plan before Elon Musk came on board. But they, uh, they've they been working on it since last year, according to Twitter. And they're going to roll it out in the paid service, Big J. Twitter Blue, which has been going on for a while. That's the, play, the, that's the paid version of Twitter, basically, that gives you the opportunity. I, don't, I still don't really know what it does. Yeah, or why? <laughs> why? But why would you pay then for an edit no. button? No, why would you? No, I can just, I'd rather have the humiliation re- recurringly of me posting something on Twitter and it being pointed out by my friend Nick of my mistake. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also something that is fairly correctable by just deleting and resending it. Yeah, but sometimes you lose like momentum. And, oh, and, and for me especially, <laughs> it's like that can screw up a day, dude. I tell you, I mean, it's really screwed up a day. <laughs> Listen, nobody's perfect. Everybody makes some spelling mistakes. and uh, Not even spelling mistakes sometimes. What do you mean? Uh, just, you know, just typos in general, like mistakes in grammar, stupid stuff that are a mistake in a hashtag. You'd love to put mistakes in hashtags, yes. Uh, I, I don't I don't think you do it on purpose. No. But you're, the point is, that's like at the end of the tweet, so you've already run out of Fs to give with it. And I think you're just rolling on fumes, and by the time you hit the hashtags, you're not sure what's going on. Sometimes I'll, I'll do a hashtag that just is dumb and ridiculous and right. is not ever going to be something followed, but that's not what I'm talking about here. No, no, this is something that is different. So it may be coming soon to the rest of us. But right now, it's only available for those that pay. Uh, they're still talking about whether or not they're going to make it a free feature all the way. I guess they're going to have to see how much it's used and how well it's executed once it's in there. So if you're a Twitter Blue user, if you pay for it, you can edit your stuff very soon. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got a movie review from Big J. That's happening next on the x Right around this time yesterday, you, the collective listeners of The Morning After, selected a movie for Big J to watch for streaming dumbass. It is called Shadow in the Cloud. Big J, I assume that you accessed Hulu okay? Yeah. And uh, now I ask you, how was the movie and what the hell is it about? Yeah, it uh, stars uh, Chloe Grace Moritz and uh, the movie set during World War II. Uh, and the most of the, almost primarily all of the movie takes place inside of a B-17 flying fortress. And more more importantly, a majority of the movie takes place just in the ball turret. Yes. And, and so uh, this movie is heavily, uh, you know, uh, on uh, Chloe Grace Moritz and her character. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, what you do is uh, you find out that she gets on the plane and it's a mysterious kind of operation that's, that's happening. And she's there for transport and the crew isn't happy about it and boy you know this is is it immediately you're like damn i feel so bad for women you know especially in the 40s i mean you know just it was obviously this movie it's written and directed from a female perspective i think that's important because it really shows the strength that women uh it can have and um it, it's it's a wild ride man i mean i'm not gonna call it uh willie's wonderland <laughs> ride 
But I will say this, that there is, uh, in, in the beginning of this movie sequence, there's a, a PSA. Now, if you watch any movies from World War II, you know, you get a lot of, of quote, reels uh, that, that would play before movies and such. And maybe you remember the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the, the Captain America, uh, public service announcements and sort of those things. You have this for the soldiers and it's warning them, hey, keep on high alert, do your job, and, and there's no such thing as gremlins. That's an important part in this movie. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but I'll just say it's a deal. And this movie to me uh, was very Carpenter-esque. Like, I got a lot of John Carpenter vibes uh, from this movie. And uh, with it, whether it be the synth wave, uh, thematic music, or just some of, some of the, the darker stuff in this. And uh, you know what? I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty damn cool. It was a little weird and a little goofy. And then there's some parts that are really pretty you gotta uh, let go of some belief systems i i think for some of it but you know you're gonna have that in, in a movie like this when it's kind of like i don't i'm gonna call it a horror movie yeah oh right yeah. Oh, yeah. i mean for sure yeah. and so yeah the, the majority of this movie is on chloe uh, chloe grace moritz i think she did a pretty damn good job she is i mean she carries this movie yeah well she has to it's yes. all about her character yes. and um and, and in the end uh it, it's a satisfying ending <laughs> uh and so yeah i enjoyed the hell out of it um it is interesting to me like the, the one thing that i saw as i was watching this is i noticed the same thing it's like it's become very obvious to me like the movies that were shot during the pandemic because this is one of them this is like we have we have to make as few people on set as possible and get one solo shot on things as much as possible and then cgi and put everything around it that we can't and that's that was the thing that i noticed as well it's like oh man i mean it was very clear that they that chloe was the only person in the room for a big part of this movie uh, to make this happen. So congratulations to her. But overall, it sounds like it's Big J approved. Yeah, yeah, and you were right not to watch the trailer. Yes. Because it does spoil a lot of it takes weird out the fun stuff. And and I think, you know, it, and, and a, a, another way, too, where you're talking about how they had to make this movie, it saved a lot of money in the budget for them to do some of the things that normally might look really, really off, and it didn't really look that bad. Uh, so, yeah, definitely give this a shot, especially if you like John Carpenter movies, I think. All right. It is officially Big J approved. It is called Shadow in the Cloud, and it is available for you to stream on Hulu, another streaming dumbass home run. Well done, guys. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yellowstone National Park. You ever been? Been through it. Yeah, yeah. that counts. Uh, it's not close, but it's not exactly super far away either. No, not at all. Uh, it's not that far of a road trip for you to enjoy the majesty that is Yellowstone National Park, and if you haven't, I highly recommend it. And believe it or not, it's celebrating its 105th anniversary, which is pretty interesting, but they're under fire, Big J, from people that just don't, quote, get it. The park is doing a special promotion, which they're calling the Yellowstone Forever Inheritance Pass. And basically what happens is you give Yellowstone National Park 1500 bucks, and in exchange you get an annual entry pass that can be used by carloads of the donor's descendants to visit the park 150 years from now. Does that make sense? You have to wait 150 years? Well, obviously you're not going to be able to wait. Or you can do it every year for 150 no. years. The pass does not become valid until 2,172. This is dumb. Then, then once then once the year happens, whoever uses it can then access it as many times as possible 
for the next calendar year. No, let's look at the last two years. We'll be lucky if we make it 10 years. Well, now you, you're forgetting the name. It's called the Inheritance Pass. It's not meant to be used by you. I mean, I mean the world. I'm not oh, talking about our generation. I see. You don't think Yellowstone, let alone the world's making another buck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, listen, that's a fair criticism. But people are upset because they are asking for $1,500 for people that can't spend it. But, again, the idea is it's a little bit next-level stuff. The park has been around for 150 years. They're betting they'll be around 150 more, unlike Big J, which I believe is taking the points. But You're taking the field here. If it does, then your ancestor, or not your ancestors, but your inheritance down the road, your descendants will have a chance to cash in on this pass. I don't know how much a yearly pass is for Yellowstone, but is it 1500 bucks? That seems high. I don't no know way. There's no way. But it's a way for them to try to raise money through the sales of the passes. They want to uh, work on trail improvements, education, fish conservation, scientific studies, all of that right now. And so that's what they're doing for their 150th anniversary. It's just a goofy promotion, I think. And whether or not anybody buys it, another story altogether. Tiger Woods took to the podium yesterday and said the plan is... Let's play the Masters. Uh, it gets underway tomorrow. He also thinks he can win the damn thing. The 46-year-old hasn't played in a regular PGA tournament since November of 2020, and that was the pandemic-delayed Masters, three months before he got into a car crash in February 2021, where his right leg basically was severely damaged. He's been playing practice rounds for the next last couple of days, so the big question is, how is legs going to hold up after walking 18 holes for four straight days? That's what he's most worried about. Is that because yes, again, you can't cart it up on the PGA tour, you got to walk. So he's worried about that and the kind of, I guess, way his leg's gonna hold up. So we'll see. It'll be must see TV though, if you're a sports fan, for sure. The return of Tiger Woods to the Masters, if all goes as planned. I'll be watching. If you are a Star Trek nerd, I'm sure you're geeked. Uh, LeVar Burton, Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, Marina Sardis, Brent Spinner. They'll all reunite with Patrick Stewart for the third and final season of Star Trek Picard. Uh, that's a series available on Paramount+. Plus. This will be the first time the main TNG cast has been on screen together since Star Trek Nemesis, which was a movie that came out 20 years ago. Now, they've all been on the circuit together. They've Hell, I mean, half that cast was here for Wizard World not too long ago. So they're all good friends. They all still stay in touch. There's no, like, beef like the old Star Trek Everybody seems to get along, so the fact that they're reuniting on the third season of Picard should make you Star Trek nerds geek out a little bit and make you excited. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't watch The Next Generation, so I'm a little out of my element. I'm also not up on Picard, so I, uh, I this is not for me, but I certainly appreciate the effort that they've done, the fan service, to bring everybody back together. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I didn't. I've watched a few episodes here and there when it was on TV, but not in a serious manner. Is it weird that I didn't watch any of the Next Generation, but I watched yes. both movies? I watched. I watched Generations yeah, and I watched Nemesis. It's weird, right? It is weird. I don't know why, and I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I feel like I kind of picked up the dynamic pretty well. Uh, but it also didn't make me want to go, oh, I have to watch that series. But I know there are Star Trek fans that live and die by it, so that should make you very happy. <laughs> Let's play VX Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. It is somebody's chance to win up to $200. It all depends on their knowledge on a particular topic, and they got to gamble on themselves a little bit to get there as well. Let's play the Double Dare. This morning's contestant is David. Good morning, David. How are you, man? 
Good morning. I am awesome. Good, good. We want to get you some money this morning. That's the idea behind all this fun. And so it's all going to depend on your knowledge of this category. Big J? Famous cheaters. David, how well do you know your sports? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. It doesn't matter because this isn't about sports. This is about celebrities that cheated on their significant others, okay? Jesus, man. Oh, God. <laughs> so you're going to have to know your celebrity gossip in order to pull this one off. But I have my faith in you, sir. Uh, let's get you started with a $50 question. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. All right, here we go. This Batman versus Superman star got divorced from Jennifer Garner thanks to, in part, his affair with their nanny, a running theme in Hollywood. Ben Affleck? Right. Affleck. Boom. That is correct. That is worth $50. That is your money to keep if you so choose to. You can put it on the line to go double or nothing for the $100 question. Please keep in mind that, at least theoretically, these questions are supposed to get more difficult. Well, this is house money, so let's go for it. All right. <laughs> All right, for 100 bucks. This action superstar and former governor of California saw his marriage of 25 years come to an end after it was revealed that he had a secret son with his housekeeper. That'd be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Arnold. You now have $100, David. Uh, we can ask you once again to put it all on the line. Go for double or nothing. $200 could be yours, but keep in mind, this is uh, supposed to be the most difficult question of the bunch. Okay, well, let's get you guys a winner this morning. I'm going to stay at 100 All right. Don't look at you, That's man. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, final answer, you sure? Yep. All positive. right. You want to see if you can have a run at the $200 question? See if you got it right? Oh, yeah, let's All do right. it. Right. All right, uh, this motorcycle builder and former guest of the morning after admitted to being the most hated man in the world after he was caught cheating on Sandra Bullock. Oh, my God, I would have got it. <sighs> Jesse James. Right. It is Jesse yeah, James. You would have got it. Uh, but listen, $100 is 100 bucks. No sneezing at that. Congratulations, you are officially a money winner. That must feel good. Hang on one second, David. We'll get your information and make sure you're good to go. This category will remain the same for the rest of the day. Good job, man. Yeah, 12.30 with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam, your no, next I'm chance. No, I'm saying good job to you. Oh, what, me? Yeah. Why? Great questions. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, plenty more of those to come for the rest of eternity as well, the Double Dare continues. I'll let you know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to go to hell. You're invited to join us. It's next on the X Rocks. X Rocks. Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. When I say drawbridges, Big J, what immediate dangers come to your mind? Uh, what immediate dangers? Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, you... you uh trying to get over the bridge when it's drawn okay and like you like uh falling into the gap that's created between yeah them. hopefully you're not trying any dukes of hazard stuff right maybe uh crashing into the rising ramp as you think you can take that but it doesn't go that way and it's yeah. up too high and it ends up ruining your car yeah but. that's that's exactly it or being right there at the, at the center of it when it starts to go up yeah freaking you out falling into the gap yeah all of these real rational fears when it comes to drawbridges None of these happened uh, this last weekend to a group of Floridians, but still something equally awful as they were boating, Big J, on the river there in Jupiter, Florida, and they it just started to just downpour, as it's prone to do in Florida. Either it's crazy hot and humid, or it's just raining a ridiculous amount. That's the weather you get in Florida. And so the, it's just a downpour starts to happen, and anybody who's been in a Florida downpour knows it comes hard and heavy for, like, 30 minutes and then it's fine again but that what they were trying to do was basically get out of the driving rain for a little while and they had like this kind of floating party boat 
that some people were on for spring break enjoying it. And uh, they decided that they were going to go underneath the drawbridge to get themselves some shelter from the heavy rain. And they clearly must have ignored the signs that said unauthorized personnel prohibited and uh, danger moving machinery and no trespassing violators to be prosecuted because they just kind of set up camp right next to the undercarriage of this drawbridge. And then the bridge started to open and the canopy of the boat got stuck in the actual drawbridge mechanism. And next thing you know, it's sucking up this boat with a crazy amount of people in it and crushing it like a soda can. It's it's like it's like getting stuck in a grinder and it's just crim- crunkling it up and people are jumping off of the boat. They're hanging on to the side of it hoping to Jesus. save their deposit. It's like a horror movie. Uh, and it didn't work out for the boat. Luckily, nobody was hurt, thankfully. But there were some serious like close calls and there's a cell phone video of it that's been shared on social media that is oh. not great. But Let's you can it. see them. <laughs> there's no sound. Oh. It, it, it's just a lot. It's the guy that's filming it from across the river saying the F word a bunch. So I couldn't play it even if I wanted to. Boo. But it is footage that's interesting. And I mean, I don't. I still am trying to figure out like how this thing got caught up in the gears and the machinery. But all those signs are there for a reason. And you maybe want to pay attention to stuff like that so that you don't get your rental boat all crinkled up like a soda can and put your lives in danger. Of there are only signs to warn somebody, right? you know? Uh, but sometimes, man, you just got to get out of the rain. But Blame it on the rain. It is Florida. Maybe they couldn't read. Blame it on the rain. Morning After with Nick and Big J. And are you Millie or Vanilli there? <laughs> Millie and Vanilli. Oh, man. Double Team Supreme. That's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Do yourselves a favor. Don't underestimate uh, your kids moving around a little bit when they're young. Researchers in Germany found that kids in elementary school that play some sort of sport, doesn't matter which one it is, actually feel better, can concentrate better, and more likely to do better in school, period, than kids that don't play sports. Researching professors uh, add that it means that all the more important to encourage motor development in kids at an early age, since this can also have a positive impact on the development of mental fitness as well. So collaborating with your schools, your communities, your athletic clubs is a good way to get the kids, you know, either playing organized sports or even disorganized sports. Just going out there and being physically active is a very good thing. And it helps out. Gets the old mental muscles moving. You understand? Yeah, man. Makes you feel better about yourself, your health, and helps you concentrate, I guess. So that's good. Concentrate. When you were in elementary school, what sports did Little Big J play? Uh, Wrestling. You wrestled it up? I remember seeing you in the wrestling outfit. Yeah, wrestling and uh, baseball and, you know, Optimus football. Nice. Yeah, I I did it all. Any soccer? God, yeah. Yeah, I played soccer too. five (laughs) minutes. Is that where the hate comes from? Yeah. What position were you in soccer? I don't know. Guy ran around a lot. Well, that's everybody, but I've, except for the goalie. So you weren't the goalie. I no, I, I have no idea what I was doing out there. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> yeah, to this day. Oh man, tried to wipe it from the memory banks. Uh, Stefan Diggs is staying in Buffalo. He signed a big contract extension this morning. Uh, sticking around for $90 million and a four-year extension, 70 of which is guaranteed. That also lowers the Bills' salary cap number this year, who were slightly over. So I believe that gets them under the salary cap. 
Lakers eliminated from the playoffs last night. They will not be headed to the postseason. The Suns beat them 121 to 110. No LeBron James. He has missed four of the last five games with a sprained ankle. But this is the second time in James' four years with L.A. that the team hasn't made the playoffs. Just the fourth time he's missed the playoffs in his 19-year career. Uh, Suns, meanwhile, went on to win that game, and they uh, captured their franchise record for most wins. They have 63 victories this season, which is pretty impressive in an 82-win season. Uh, Suns are going into the playoffs as the number one seed and, of course, the defending Western Conference champions, too. So they're looking to repeat that particular title. Joel Embiid making a case to be the MVP. 45 points, 13 rebounds last night in their win over the Pacers. The Philadelphia Philly 76ers center has been playing really, really well. Uh, he could potentially be the first center since Shaquille O'Neal to win the league scoring title, too. So uh, I think he deserves the MVP, in my opinion. I mean, I know Giannis has had a crazy year, but Embiid has just brought it up another level. Pretty impressive. Coachella is reeling, Big J. Uh, it was announced last week that Kanye West is stepping away from music and the spotlight to focus on mental health issues. So that left them with a headlining spot wide open for the Sunday's show, which, of course, now, uh, Coachella, reminder, two weekends, same lineup. April 17th and 24th is what they're looking for. But that was supposed to be the act that closed out the festival. And guess who they're turning to, Big J? Mayhaps the Red Hot Chili Peppers to be the contender to fill it out. Uh, we'll see if they end up getting the slot, but it makes sense that, you know, I think Cali I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers should play every California festival, right? You would think so. Also, The weekend, the guy who did the Super Bowl. Right. Talking to him as well, it depends on, who, I guess, money and all sorts of other factors and logistics and making sure they're around the area, but it could be the Chili Peppers from the rock world. Not a lot of rock in the Coachella lineup these no. days, so Red Hot Chili Peppers would bring that I'll flavor. never go. Did you ever go? No. Uh, I went like five years in a row. It was a lot what? of fun. Well, back when it was like an actual you know, rock and alternative festival, it was a lot of fun for me to do that. And it was before it got all bourgeois. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I it was before, before the Kardashians started going. Yeah, and everybody was hanging out backstage. I was going, you know, in the the mid-90s when, uh, when there was a bunch of like bands nobody had ever heard of that I wanted to see were there. Uh, and now still nobody's ever heard of. I'm trying to now. Uh, remember Stella Star, the Van Stella Star? Yeah, yeah. The first time I ever saw that was at Coachella. Morning after yeah, with memories. Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we've got your tickets here for a prize for Bad. Imp or I'm sorry, uh, Pop Culture Smackdown this Friday. The All That Remains tour hitting uh, Boise the fall of Ideal's 15th anniversary. Uh, Going to be a hell of a night there uh, at the Dating Factory. We'll get you those tickets. You just got to beat Nick at Pop Culture Smackdown. Miss May I on that bill as well? So if yeah. you want to go, uh, check out the number 208-287-1003 and play a little game we like to call Pop Culture Smackdown. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. And to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Matt. All right, Matt. You're up first. Hugo Weaving played the bad guy in this movie trilogy that focused on our world being a simulation. Sorry, can you say that again? Hugo Weaving played the bad guy in this movie trilogy that focused on our world being a simulation. Oh, uh, the Matrix. Right. Oh, that's correct. Nick, which Star Wars character did Han Solo win the Millennium Falcon from in a card game? Uh, Lando Calrissian. That's correct. Right. This actor passed away in 2008, but won an Oscar posthumously for playing the Joker in The Dark Knight. Uh, Heath Ledger. Right. 
Nick Craig T. Nelson is famous for starring in the ABC sitcom Coach. What was Coach's name? Oh, God. Um, man, I barely remember the school he coached. Um, I, I, the only name that I can remember from Coach is Dauber. Um, so that's Dauber. that's where. And he now does the voice of Patrick Starr on SpongeBob. Yep. But do um, you want the full name or just the last name? You know what? I, I, I'll take the last name, even if you came up with that. Uh, Williamson. No. No. He's wrong. I think it was Nelson, right? No, that's his real name. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson. Oh, uh, Hayden right. Fox. Hayden Coach Fox. Fox. Right. Coach Fox. Minnesota State? Is that what he coached? Yeah. Okay. Uh, congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to go check out all that remains on Friday at the Knitting Factory. Good job, Matt. Hold on tight. We'll get some information hey, you got from that me. first question down. I'll take it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your headlines. They are next on the X-Rock. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Not cool, man. WandaVision and help yourself. Not cool, man. This is not usually something you'd expect of a police officer, but former Lebanon, Ohio police officer Eric Holmes resigned recently after his department discovered that he was filing internal paperwork to make it appear that he was actually writing traffic tickets, but the drivers were actually not being cited. Documents from an internal investigation show that between 2018 and 2022, Officer Holmes allegedly issued 613 traffic citations, in which 140, or about 22%, appeared to be missing from court records. So he was placed on administrative leave on March 3rd and later resigned. He told his supervisors that he would be frustrated as he was writing the ticket because he was in a rush dealing with multiple things, and he didn't want to issue the ticket, so he let the driver go, but didn't want to seem like he wasn't working, so he still filed it like he did actually do it. And now uh, they're like, why doesn't this match up? And I'm like, I guess I didn't know that there were such checks and balances when it came to that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, I, yeah. all your time being accounted for, I suppose, is what I mean. Like, you know, if you're writing a ticket, you're supposed to fill that out. And then if it doesn't match up with the court records, you're in trouble. So I guess do your job is a lesson there. Yeah, maybe. WandaVision or help yourself. WandaVision. Uh, this doesn't seem like a very modern threat, but a woman in Pennsylvania is accused of threatening a police officer with what she has called white witchery. Uh, she said that if uh, that if the police don't drop her grandson's felony drug charge, uh, she will actually curse them with witch activities. She's 74 years old. She called the Hollidaysburg police office on March 27th to say that they want the officers to drop the felony charges. And if they don't, then she's going to curse all of them. And they're all going to be in jeopardy. She gave, then gave examples of things she could do to him, like uh, making sure he falls downstairs or uh, feeling like somebody pushed him. And she also said she wasn't threatening anybody, but just making statements. The officer then hung up, but then uh, she called back a bunch of times. Uh, once again, threatening white richery, Big J. Jeez. And said that everybody should be looking over their shoulders. So I, I guess head on a swivel, right? You never know if somebody's telling the truth about that, believe. Yeah, no next thing you know, you're cursed. And uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I never heard of the falling down the stairs curse, but it doesn't sound like a fun one to have. Get physically injured that way. Yeah, no kidding. And do you, does it happen just once, or do you fall down all stairs? Because then that'd be a real day. You can't ever go in a place that has stairs right. ever again. Yeah, elevators only. Wrap it up with help yourself. A Pennsylvania man had dinner and dessert as part of a really wild night out in the town that ended up behind bars. 
Robert Dugan broke into a diner through a locked door and then helped himself to about half a prime rib roast and then ate a whole damn cheesecake. When he was done, he left through the broken door, took off his shirt, and then headed over to the adult store where we all go. Yeah! He proceeded there to smash the windows of the business with a baseball bat until an employee of the store yelled at him and scared him off. He then fled on foot where he was captured on surveillance camera and police were able to find him and place him under arrest. So who knows what was going on there. He got dinner and dessert out of it, but didn't get any of the adult items I guess he was looking for, question mark. But that shirt was off, baby. You better believe it. Probably felt a little tight after eating a whole cheesecake would be my guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. Volbeat, that is Temple of Accur here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And let's talk beverages, Big J. Yeah, tomorrow, Nick, is National Beer Day. Did oh, you know that? I had no idea. You can celebrate it at home when you have the day off. <laughs> uh, and Miller Lite is introducing a new product that uh, is going to make your light beer taste even more like beer. And Nick, this is crazy. It was a matter of time before the world of, hey, let's let's make drops to put into your liquid, make it flavor stuff even more uh, flavored like beer. It was a matter of time before somebody did it. And they did it. They created something called beer drops, Nick. Okay. And they're like drops. Like, like you know, you have the certain water, uh, you know, flavorings that are out there. Have you seen sure, those? Sure, of course. That's exactly what you have here. Their first batch of beer drops is sold, and they're supposed to make it taste more like beer. Hang on. Are these supposed to be used in water or your beverage already? I think in beer. Yes. What, I guess, does more beer taste like? I don't know, but uh, good luck in trying to uh, to get these as their first batch has already been sold out. They'll have more available tomorrow at shop.millerlite.com. Oh, we will buy anything, won't we? Yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, I'm sucker for packaging, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, damn, I want these. But you don't even like beer. I know. But what is the pa- what makes the packaging so amazing? It's adorable. Is it like the droplets that you see in the store? Yes. All right. I mean, what makes it adorable? I, I don't know, just the packaging. I, I look, look, I got a problem with packaging, okay? Clearly. I, I love marketing. I love, I, I just, I love it. I don't know what it is, but you put something in a snappy package, I want to buy it. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably not a great thing to have, but <laughs> I, I, I am very interested by it and the fact that this thing exists and also the popularity of it. I mean, I guess everybody's desired taste for beer is different. I'm guessing if you want like a really hard and heavy beer, you're staying away from the light stuff. I'm not exactly 100% certain. I mean, I know the brands are leaning into this, but I don't know how many people drink light beer because they are trying to watch their body and their calorie intake. I know it's a selling point for it, but nobody's like, oh man, I should probably stay off the hard stuff and just drink light beer. I'm on it. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just not something that I think happens in the real world. Maybe in commercials, but not in the real world. But I don't know what more beer is supposed to taste like. This frightens me. Uh, I'm usually less than impressed by those drops that go into water. Uh, but uh, listen, if that's into you or you just like weird packaging, then so I've seen now I've, I've, a little more uh, uh, research here. And uh, and so they, there's a marketing picture of uh, of a can of, of light beer. Right. And so it's 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 blurred out so you can't see the brand, but it clearly says light beer. And then it's showing you dropping the Miller Lite drops into that beer. So maybe it's supposed to make it taste more like Miller yeah, Lite? Beer flavor enhancers. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, listen, all, how much is it? 
Seventy dollars. Yeah, see, that's too I, much. No, for it's not. I'm just kidding. I have no idea how much. Morning it is. after with Nick and Big J. I'll post a picture on the morning after Facebook page. We'll do some bad impressions next on the X Rock. The X. Bad impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. Uh, and we have tickets here for you today to all that remains. That show in just a couple days at the Knitting Factory on Friday night. Could be. Hell of a show. We'll get you set up with those if you can figure out who Bad Impressions is about today. 208-287-1003. It works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all point to a famous person. Figure out that famous person. Tickets are yours. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Go on. Good morning, man. What's your name? Dave. All right, Dave. You're up first. Okay, I'm a little tired of the whole me making love to fish jokes from HBO Max's Peacemaker. Uh, I rocketed to fame thanks to Game of Thrones and my character, Cal Drago. What is that little dude's name? Well, that's the whole point of this game, dude. Just a little tiny dude. (laughs) Last uh, clue here. I played Duncan Idaho in the latest Dune movie. Yeah, I know who it is, but I can't remember that guy's name. Well, unfortunately, that's the game, sir. But thank you for playing. It does come in handy. Appreciate you very much. Hello, the X. Uh Uh-oh. Maybe you've stopped the good people of the Treasure Valley. Good. Hello, the X. About yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I'm almost already regretting it. Yeah, thank you. Doing it for me. Hello, the X. Hello. Hi. Did you hear the clues or do you need them again? I need them again, please. Okay, I'm a little tired of the whole me making love the fish jokes from HBO Max's Peacemaker. I rocketed to fame thanks to Game of Thrones and my character, Cal Drago. I played Duncan Idaho in the latest Dune movie. Uh, Jason Momoa. There you go. Bam! Good job. Hang on one second. We'll get you those All That Remains tickets. Why is Mr. Momoa in the news? Uh, A couple things, but here, this is primarily why we're so stupid. Well, I guess uh, America in general is stupid for all the uh, celebrity dirt that we try to dig up. And it causes some really stupid things, like the fact that he uh, had abandoned the start of a new romance, uh, or that he had... uh, a new romance in Kate Beckinsale, Nick, because at the Oscars after party uh, a couple weeks ago, he had uh, put his jacket on her. What a gentleman. Yeah, well, uh, that's exactly right. And uh, he, he did an interview with Extra, and uh, they brought this up, and he's like, it was Cray. Have a conversation with a woman about her country. That's him. That's what he said. He, did, he didn't say crazy. He said Cray, okay? Quote, it was Cray. Have a conversation with a woman about her country. I was in England doing Aquaman 2. Everyone is like, are you dating? No, no, it was chivalry. The woman was cold. Yeah. So he says he won't be giving his coat to anybody anytime soon. Well, uh, all the ladies lost, I guess. Uh, But yeah, listen, man. uh, When Jason Momoa is single, anytime he's photographed with somebody, he's going to be attached to him. That's the culture we live in, be it true, false, or otherwise. And so it's just the the reality that it is. And unfortunately, he has to do <laughs> interviews with news outlets to put those rumors to bed. Yeah, and uh, he is uh, going to be, uh, di- I think, directing, creating a new uh, show for Apple uh, that is focused around uh, the the uh, island of Hawaii. Oh, what's it called? Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I don't have that. I didn't have that part of the story up here. What? Why did you bring it up then? Uh, there's your save me. bad you know impressions. You exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I have no idea what it's called. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs>
Red Hot Chili Peppers, Black Summer here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Started out with Big J approving the movie that you selected him for streaming dumbass called Shadow in the Cloud. It is available on Hulu if you want to check it out for yourself. We also had a chance to talk a little bit about beer drops and even gave away some damn money today in the X-Rock Double Dare. Big J felt good. Yay! David won 100 bucks. Your next chance to win is with Jason Drew at 1230 and then 530 today with Adam. More money on the line and we're giving it away every damn weekday. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, tomorrow uh, well, it's the beginning of our special guest, Creston Thornton. He uh, owns uh, the Revolution Concert House and Event Center, also the uh, president of the Live Nation mountain region so uh, we'll talk concerts and all kinds of fun with him big ones that are coming to town big ones that came to town and all sorts of inside information these guest hosts are actually really really fun and gives you a chance to learn a little bit more about some pretty cool people here in the treasure valley but uh you're just getting started you got three of those lined up right yeah should be cool make sure you tune in and enjoy the fun next set of x-rock brought to you by beacon plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters clogged drains leaky faucets and toilets that won't flush Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Big JLC tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.